welcome to Avatar with Academics. I am Sam Mulberry, and I have never watched Avatar The Last Airbender. And I'm Annie Berglund, and I have watched it before. Annie, we are up to... Episode 8. Episode 8. Uh, book 1, Water, Chapter 8, Avatar Roku, Winter Solstice, Part 2. Yes, quite so, the title. Yeah, so this is the continuation of what we talked about uh, last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, last episode really propelled us into this. We knew where they're headed. We would be shocked if this wasn't about going to the Fire Nation <laughs> Uh, to find this island, to find this temple, to talk with Roku. We have a clear mission, and they're on it. Yeah, and we op- we open up even on the same scene, kind of the same village, but just as they're about to leave. So I'm presuming it's the next day. It's the mm-hmm. day of the solstice. And um, Aang is set to go on his own to this Fire Nation island, um, but with Appa to join him. But Appa's, like, putting on the brakes. He is not willing to go. He is not having it. And um, he's like, I'm sorry, Appa, but Katara and Sokka just can't come with us. It's too dangerous. And right. he's like, I'm never going to forgive myself if either, any of them get hurt. Right. So so we can see he is really feeling the weight of his fate or his destiny is on him right now. Right. You know, and I think this is it, – it doesn't take a genius to say this is going to be a major theme going forward, which is to what degree does he – want to keep them out of danger sure. and to, but also to what degree does he need to rely on them oh yeah because this... that's that seems like the tension oh yeah i mean i as you were saying that i was thinking of like harry potter and all his friends feel like they could be collateral damage throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing because it's like this boy's mis- mission it feels similar with yeah Aang. i mean i keep and, and again I, star wars is my touchstone clearly <laughs> i didn't realize it until we did this but like <laughs> you you get the part in empire where Luke goes off on his own to train with with Yoda and like we separate our trio and I keep waiting for like the is there going to be an empire uh, moment like that and then Aang has to leave to go save them right I don't know if there will be but like I, I'm You're looking for, for those it. moments because it feels like if I were in the writer's room it's like okay when are we doing empire when yep. are we doing empire yep. right? Um and so so Aang's like move your big butt Appa and Sokka's like I think his big butt's trying to tell you something um and they're basically just saying we can't afford to lose you either, Aang, mm-hmm. and we're going to come with you. And and I just want to jump in and point out something you've been talking about, which is this is Appa's agency, right? It's like yeah. Aang can't get there without him. Yep, exactly. You know, he can fly with his staff, but I don't think he can fly across spaces yeah. like that. Yep. You know, so so Appa has a say here. Yeah, and he's a big boy. He's not going to be bullied around. Um but Aang is set on speaking with Roku. Um, he's still, I think they even flashed that vision of the comet again, but mm-hmm. it's in the back of his mind uh, either way. But Katara, Sokka, and Momo convince Aang to let them join him. And that makes Appa ecstatic. He's like, yes, we're all, the gang is still in here. Well, we're going and, together. And what's interesting is like, Again, I don't have a map, so, like, I don't know how far away this is that they have to go yeah. to. But they clearly make it seem like it's kind of far because they're like, the solstice is tomorrow. We have to get there. We have to go fast. And imagine if he didn't bring them, he would have to then come back to this place to pick them up. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. That would not. Yep. Yeah. And Just logistics. <laughs> right. And uh, he's about to thank the old man of the village. And the old man's like, go. Like, you have to leave right now. Like, right. There's no time for pleasantries. So, Appa's got to book it. And we see Appa in the next couple scenes, like, actually just booking it. Yep. Um, A lot of laboring Appa. I know. I feel so bad for him. Um, and so we go back though to Zuko and Iroh. So it's again, this is kind of switching between the Aang gang and Zuko and Iroh. Um, they reach the village right after Aang leaves and they threaten and they question one of the men who was helping the Avatar on the whereabouts Mm -hmm. of Aang. Well, and you know what? That is, uh, another theme, which is Aang puts the people he's around in danger. Yeah. Now, Aang doesn't see this, but he's aware that this is the case, that there is, if you follow in his wake, you're going to often find destruction. You're going to often find uh, injury, if not death. Yeah. And these are people who just went through a monster attacking them, and now they have, like, the prince, the crown prince of the Fire Nation there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so we go back to Appa. He's flying over the open ocean. The sun is rising. So this is the day, right? They have till the end of the day to get to the mm-hmm. temple. And while usually when they're on Appa's back, everyone's joking around, talking about jumping in clouds, Sokka's saying something misogynist. This time, it's really tense between everybody. 
Um, We've and, all been in car rides like that. Like yes. when we got to get somewhere and you're just like, and it's so tense, no one's talking. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, yeah. And so Aang tries to rush Appa a little bit more, like pick up the pace a little bit. And I believe it's down below. Zuko and Iroh are now on a ship. So it mm-hmm. seems as though the village kind of sold out Aang of where he's headed. Right? Yeah. 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 Which like, what can you do? And... um. They're headed towards Fire Nation water, so they'd made some headway, I guess. And Iroh tells Zuko that it's foolish to go straight into the Fire Nation waters. And when when Iroh said this at first, he was like, he was like, oh, it's foolish to do this. I thought he was referring to Aang, but he's right. talking to Zuko. Right. Well, he's talking to both, right? That, right. That, so so we're we're learning that everyone here is being hasty and foolish, and. Iroh's instincts tend to be right yeah. on these things, uh, yeah. but people don't like to listen to him. Yeah, and uh, he he said, have you completely forgotten that the Fire Lord banished you? What if you're caught? And I was curious, like, how evil is this Fire Lord? Like, what would he actually do to his own son? I can't wait until we encounter him, and I'm, I'm guessing they're going to make us wait on this. Oh, it's, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Okay, we'll, we'll continue. So Zuko, though, believes that his mission is noble enough that... Um, he can avoid any kind of trouble with his dad to well, be like, presumably, I'm catching the Avatar. Presumably, if he does catch him, that he thinks this is going to restore him to his rightful place. Right, right, exactly. And he, yeah. Um. So, but Iroh's like, my brother is not the understanding type. Yeah, and I think it's here where he also says, and I won't be able to protect you. Yeah. Because Iroh has been protecting him, right? Right. Um, And training him. But it's like, if you go in there, like, I am of no use to you anymore. Right, right. And so, um, the because ship... Iroh's also banished, right, or disgraced, or something. Disgraced. I don't know about. He's not banished. in good. Well, he's not in good standing. No, yeah. no, and he's helping this. Yeah, it it, can, it can't it can't speak well to him. Right, right, right. If he returns, I'm assuming similar fates for him as well. Right. Um, but the ship. So the ship is slowly gaining on Appa, and I think it's rare that we see this. But Zuko and Aang are in the same shot. It, they're just far away, but you see Appa flying, and then down below in the ocean is the ship that mm-hmm. Zuko's in. Um, and Katara, I think, is like Aang. We got trouble. Like they're gaining on us really quickly. And uh, so Zuko notices. He sees the flying bison, and he gets ready to launch what is. Perhaps a tar-covered rock? I, I believe so, Okay, yeah. I couldn't really tell, but um, Iroh complains about it smelling. So I was like, yeah. what? Is it the tar? Well, like so, the hot tar It's that's so smelling? interesting because I was thinking like the whole vibe of this, the Fire Nation especially, has some like sort of steampunky elements yeah, to it. Where it's agreed. like they have these big metal warships, but then they have like catapults with like fire tar balls. Like, yeah, like why? <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they haven't, they, they, can, they can have a steam-powered ship, but they... They don't have a cannon or something. Yeah. Like it's it's very interesting. I would love to just see. I like it. I like yeah. the aesthetic. Yeah, I would love to see what kind of technology they had because it's confusing. But so they bring this catapult up on deck, and Zuko ignites this tar-covered rock and then launches it at Appa. So he essentially just makes a fireball. Um, and but Appa, <laughs> despite his massive size, does some dope dodging and mm-hmm. and um, evade and avoid. He's yeah. an airbender. Yeah, right. a friend of an airbender. <laughs> um. And the Aang gang, though, the smell doesn't escape them as the fireball goes over. So they're, like, gagging as they're smelling it. And they're like, we need to go faster. Um, but Appa really can't. Like, he can't go much faster. He's already at his limit. Um, but I think, is it Aang that says there's just mm-hmm. one more problem? And the problem is something that Zuko announces. And he says there's a blockade of the Fire Nation. So now we have our two groups, um, like the cat and mouse chase, Mm -hmm. but there's a blockade that's a common enemy between both of them. Right. Yeah. Um, So this blockade of Fire Nation ships is across the the entire horizon. We see it from far above Appa. Um, And And I don't see how it's that effective of a blockade (laughs) through the air. It's definitely a sea blockade. Like, they can shoot at at Appa, but Appa can fly pretty high, too. Right, yeah. I mean, the guy goes, like, above cloud cover all the time. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But um, Iroh, Iroh notices, and he's like, look, Zuko, technically we're still in Earth Kingdom waters. Let's just turn around. We can avoid being arrested. Uh, That's the best way forward. 
At the same time, you have Aang and his crew up on Appa, and they're also considering some of their methods for moving forward. And Aang says, if we go around, like we can fly around the entire blockade, which mm-hmm. feels like so it can go forever, yeah. Forever. Um, in order to keep his friends safe, though, mm-hmm. and Katara's like, we don't have any time. Like, we, there's no time this to care about us, right? And, our, and the danger this presents to us. Yeah. So the Aang gang decides to run the blockade. And I think it's that decision by Aang that prompts Zuko to say, I'm going to do the same because he's watching from down below. And I think he even turns to Iroh and is like, I'm sorry, uncle. We're going to do it, right? Like, right, we're going to go. Because clearly the Avatar has this kind of value, right? Mm-hmm. And and he, not only is it they'll get away, but it's like they're going to the place that I want to bring him to. So if somebody yeah. else gets him, exactly. then I have no hope. Right. So once again, Aang brings Aang in a way brings hope to Zuko. So it's yeah, it's a weird, it's twisted, but right. it, but there is this sense of like if the existence of the Avatar gives Zuko hope that he can restore his name. Right. Right. And Z- Iroh, Iroh just keeps begging Zuko to turn around for Zuko's safety. That's like mm-hmm. the most important. I don't think he really cares about himself. He's like, right. I want you to be safe. Um, but. But Zuko continues on. And then we get a new character. Well, not new, but Commander Zhao is back and he's on one of the ships out at sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's using a spyglass and he sees both Aang on the bison and also he sees the prince. He sees Zuko on the ship. So he's getting everything he wants. Yes. Everything's coming literally right coming into his lap. Yeah. And so he turns to the captain of the ship and he's like, shoot down the bison. Uh, but the captain answers well do you see that fire nation ship like it could be damaged in if we assault if we attack the bison like we don't know um and zao just says so be it it belongs to a traitor which i was like he is 16 the boy Mm -hmm. is 16 years old so i remembered that zao how much he sucks right truly but he's 16 but he also has already bested zao true so like that's some hurt ego in this too. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, so the fleet then on Zhao's command begins launching fireballs after fireballs at Appa. So they don't target Zuko, but a lot of those fireballs are going to fall down into the mm-hmm. ocean around them. Um, and Appa's dodging them left and right for a while. Uh, but then two fireballs collide in front and the debris hits onto Appa. And you see this scene that's really brief, but Sokka and Katara and Momo kind of get down onto the fur of Appa and mm-hmm. pat down some of these charred, singed spots right. it's, on his it's, fur. It's sort of like an all-hands-on-deck, like they're all... Yeah, It's like patching. repairing the ship, yes, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's exactly what it thought. Because um, um, I will say, uh, and we'll see this again later in this episode, uh, and I, I, I mean this with all due respect to Appa, like Appa is also sort of like the Millennium Falcon in this episode. That's what I was gonna say. He's a machine. Right? Yeah, like, but but in the, value in, him. in the same way that the the Falcon has like is like a a personality oh, almost, yeah. and is like a character. Like Appa has. There's definitely moments where they're clearly thinking that as they're making this. Absolutely. I saw that too. Um, So below, like we said, the fireballs, they're hitting into the ocean. They're causing waves to crash up over Zuko's ship. Um, And one fireball hits it and damages the engine. Uh, But Zuko still tells the crew, like, keep going. We don't have time to turn around. We don't have time to try to fix this problem. Um, So the fireballs continue to launch from the fleet. And Appa flies above a layer of cloud, I'm guessing, to to kind of camouflage himself or you to hide himself. It. Yeah, I presume they can't see him and the way gravity works, that's got to help you, right? Right. It would help you, but at the same time, they can't tell now where these right. fireballs are coming through this cloud cover. So they're just kind of piercing the air randomly. Um, and so Appa does get hit, I think, in his leg. Mm-hmm. And he veers and that motion, he's so big, it causes Sokka to fly off of him um, and tumble then down through the clouds. But Appa, this is like such a great scene because it feels like a car chase scene, except mm-hmm. like and like Appa is the star. Um, so he pulls up underneath just in time for Katara to reach out and grab Sokka before he lands in the ocean, mm-hmm. basically, um, and yank him on board. And which it's just it's just like a classic like mm-hmm. action movie scene. We've all seen a version of. You know, of that, whether it's an animated thing or not, like where they, they have to fly back down because the thing's falling and how do we catch? I think there's actually a Star Wars scene yeah, like I this, think, too, in, yeah, uh, in this episode two, maybe one or two. Yeah. Two. I think it's episode two. 
Yeah. Maybe it's three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one. Wait. Yeah, it's two. It's two. That's totally right. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm well, really proud that sad, I knew a reference. It's sad that Avatar is quoting episode two of Star Wars. <laughs> it's, I am so proud that I know the exact scene you're talking yep. about. It's in that like the, the urban, city, like the yep. city. Yes. Yep. Okay. I, yeah. I'm really proud of myself. Okay. Anyway, um, Appa's feet as he, as they grab and rescue Sokka, his feet touch the water briefly and kick up a fish in the air. And I, I happen to pause the screen randomly at this point, And it's right as Momo catches a fish that bounced off Sokka's face. Mm-hmm. It's just a great moment. There's not really much to it. I just really liked it. But we know that Momo's not going to eat that fish. No, he's not. So what is he doing? He's going to return it to the ocean. Oh, he's such a sweet, pure soul. Um, So Appa then just stays on on the ocean, like just above it, flying and dodging more fireballs as they come. Um, And he's coming in hot, like he's going right towards the fleet. and Buzzing the tower. (laughs) Zao fires directly at them. He like holds it back. And as they get close enough, he's like, all right, now launch launch the next attack um and seeing this moment ang runs up to the head to appa's head launches himself off of it does this cool like twist in the air while air bending and then kicks and obliterates this fireball mm-hmm. like i think he makes he he uses wind to like knock the the fire off of it and mm-hmm. then kicks it mm-hmm. um and then fl- kind of shoots back onto Appa. Yeah, yeah. He falls right back onto him. It's like a glorious moment. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely teamwork there is what's kind of cool. It's like, yeah. I'm going to go do this. You catch me. And it kind of happens in slow motion a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so in the end, the Aang gang make it through. Like that was their final <laughs> thing. Um, and Aang rejoices and Sokka's like, we made it to the Fire Nation. Great. Like yeah, <laughs> we are not, not out of trouble. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and now we go back to Zhao's ship. And uh, he's looking towards Zuko's ship and um, he considers like, oh, I think Zuko might know where Aang is headed. Uh, That I don't know how. Unless this is this like a famous place where this temple is? I don't know either. Maybe he just thinks like because Zuko was willing to to take on the fleet or to pass through the fleet, like that amount of courage, perhaps he knows where he's going. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Otherwise, I'm like... Wow, Zao is really onto something. Um, but Zuko's ship is headed into a collision course into the blockade. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zuko's like, we can make it, we can make it. And Zao tells the ships to stop, I think, and he just he they create room and he doesn't apprehend Zuko. He lets him pass through. Mm-hmm. And as they as Zuko's ship passes through two of those ships, you see kind of the two characters make eye contact with each other. And Iroh is not convinced that this is yeah. safe, right? It was like, that was a little too easy. Yep, yeah. yep. So Iroh's like rubbing his his chin hairs and considering why Zhao would let this happen. Um, so now we have another scene. Appa's still flying, the poor guy. Uh, and it's this time lapse. There's a lot of time lapse in these mm-hmm. last two episodes mm-hmm. um, of daytime turning into sunset. And Appa's getting more and more tired. You can just see his demeanor just slowly. Mm-hmm. He's just floating along by the end. And he's already a tired looking guy, I even mean, when he's high energy. He always looks so sleepy. And um, But Momo wakes up Aang uh, to see that they had finally made it to this island from the vision that or from Roku's dragon yep. that, that he had carried Aang to see. And the island again shaped like a crater with kind of like a mm-hmm. I think Aang calls and, it a crescent shaped island. Yeah. Yes, and there's and a volcano. Yeah. Lava flowing underneath it. So they land on the crater and Appa gets some some love from the gang and rolls over and snores like immediately as he hits the ground he's like I'm done with you guys it's actually helpful about this is like because I always wonder like well why don't they just fly to the North Pole and it's like okay we actually get to see there are limitations on like yeah this is not just like a magical creature that can go any but there's mileage yeah and it took like over or it took about a day for them to get there and that's Mm -hmm. we have no not that far I guess we don't don't know know. (laughs) yeah we don't know Um, but Katara says, oh, you must be so tired. And Sokka's like, no, I'm good. And, uh, and Katara's like, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Appa. And then Sokka being sarcastic, like he always says, he's like, well, I was talking to Momo as if that's a stupid thing to do. I was offended. (laughs) It's like, you can talk to Momo. Momo would love that. Anyway, they travel up the crater. Appa stays behind, I guess, to nap. He's done enough. But the rest of them travel up to the temple that's at the peak. And the whole place seems pretty deserted. Uh, so 
I guess they just assume like, oh, it's been abandoned, right? Like since Avatar Roku died, which, I guess which, before Aang. Which makes me wonder, like, how are the avatars viewed in history? Like, are they oh. celebrated? Because we saw at, at Kyoshi, right? Like, there's, there's, I mean, it's the 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 avatar there. I mean, it's it's the titular the island is named after Kyoshi, but like mm-hmm. that seems like a revered figure. And this is interesting because this is this seems like this remote. Yes. Island where no we have this temple. There. Yeah. 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 So like did. So Roku... are they celebrated in history? Yeah. I, we yeah. Maybe there's more we need to learn about Roku because although the avatar comes from a nation, it is of all nations. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a master of all. So like do they have nation loyalty or are they, sure. you know, so like. Maybe the Roku, maybe the Avatar isn't always a celebrated, right. entirely celebrated figure, especially if there is competition between the right. nations. Because in some ways it feels like a nationalist symbol, but in other ways, yeah, it's not. It's definitely yeah. global. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So they um, run inside. They're like, we don't have time to think about no one being here because the sunset is coming quickly. And inside they do actually meet, I think it's five people, mm-hmm. and they're just super old men. Mm-hmm. And... um. They don't really look very menacing at first, um, but they announce themselves to be guardians of the Temple of the Avatar. And Aang's like, great. Well, that's me. Like, I'm the Avatar. Here I am. And they were like, we know. And they begin to shoot fire at Aang. So his presence is not welcome, even though he's the Avatar. Which also made me wonder, like, are they loyal to a particular Avatar or the Avatar, like whoever the Avatar is? Because we know it's the same spiritually it's the same being yeah and shouldn't they be loyal to all because they're all is a common goal you would think maybe i guess we don't really know are there guardians to other avatars oh yeah like uh, yeah uh, presumably yeah because there are there are hundreds of these things we saw it at the the air temple like there's lots of avatars historically um so the guards shoot at ang and um ang airbends and basically just brings a, a thing of air under their feet and sweeps mm-hmm. these old men to their feet. Again, undefeated Aang, right? Like, <laughs> right. Um, and so it allows the gang to escape through kind of like uh, a hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we hear these these fire sages say, if the Avatar contacts Roku, there's no telling how powerful this boy will become. Um, so they all split up and they run down these different hallways to search for the gang, which I was like, why wouldn't you just go down the main one? But, you know, it's fine. And... Um, so you see the Aang gang running through these maze-like kind of hallways. Um, it's all in red in this in this fire temple. And they hear footsteps coming, and they're, it's scaring them. Mm-hmm. And the footsteps calling at them. But it doesn't sound, like, menacing. And it's, it's a guard who I think we learn a little bit later is a fire sage himself. Mm-hmm. But um, – and he tells them, like, I'm your, I'm a friend. Like, you can trust me. I'm a friend. And Sokka and Aang, the shot of their faces, they're both like, uh-uh, no way. Right. Like, hell no, you are not a friend. Uh, and Sokka says firebenders aren't our friends. And and that's interesting because we've, the show has taught us that thus far. Yeah. But we actually haven't met that many firebenders. No. And the ones we have are... Our Zuko. Commanders, princes, yeah. Right, it's like, well, but this is a nation of people. So, right. yeah, so so we're getting to see a, a different uh, class of, of firebenders here as well. Totally. Um. So the guard, to convince them, he gets down onto his hands and knees and as about as low as he can get, bows down to Aang. And he says, I know why you're here. You want to see, you want to talk to Roku. You want to see Roku. Um. So... The gang doesn't really have time to trust him because they can hear the other fire sages coming down the hallway. Um, so they're like, sure, we'll go with you. And so the f- this nice fire sage, that's what I called him for a mm-hmm. while. I don't think we learned his name for a while. He f- kind of locates this secret tunnel mm-hmm. and brings them through and the door closes. So they're hidden now. And they're walking through like the bowels of this temple. temple. Yeah. Yeah. Or the bowels of the rock under the temple. Right. Yeah, it's, There's like lava flowing around them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really – it's it feels like a cave more than anything. Um, but now we, we shoot back to uh, Zuko and Iroh on the ship. And Zuko realizes that Zhao is wanting to follow them, right? Like they're like, oh, that's probably his game, his game here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, if he wants to follow our trail of smoke, fine. He can do that, right? And – um. That's all we get from that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're not but really you know sure what his plan something is. Afoot. He's yeah, he's got a plan. Yeah. Um. So we're back at the temple, and the guard is talking to Aang and kind of describing his role as a fire sage as they're walking through these tunnels in the crater. Um. And it's where Roku once called home. 
And so the fire sage's grandfather knew Roku. And this fire sage inherited this this title, I mm-hmm. guess, as being the person. It's the who, family business, right? Right. Um, and he's like, because of this, I have a spiritual connection to this temple. It is interesting that they need fire sages after the Roku's or after the avatar's yeah. gone. Like, are they like what do they do? Right, and you know. I guess we'll see in a minute why we need five of them mm-hmm. because it's like they only have the minimal amount of people in right. this temple. Like right. I, I'm assuming you just don't need that many. But yeah, but what's 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 in again? I go I go back to like, are there water sages at other temple? Like like is right. this a, or is is this a specific thing? Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I and mean, we only saw the air temple so right. far. And he's and he's that's... the most recent deceased right uh, avatar. So like. Do the are there cults around certain avatars? Mm. Have some of those died off? I mean, this I mean, it, it just it, this sort of feels like like the cult of Roku or something. Sure, because they definitely don't seem loyal to the avatar. They their allegiance is to Roku and presumably to the Fire Lord. Right, right. And so the guard kind of explains a little bit of that loyalty in a sec, but he says um, a few weeks ago. He was tipped off to the existence of Aang, uh, the, this new avatar, because Avatar Roku's statue began to grow, glow. And now, this is like the only time I've ever seen like a time described, two mm-hmm. weeks ago, about two weeks ago. Um, the gang was at the Air Temple at that time. And that's uh, when I'm Avatar or Aang went in the Avatar state and mm-hmm. like lit up those and statues. all of them and all the beacons everywhere went yeah, off. So yeah. So I guess these temples also their statues lit up too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guard knew that Aang was back or the Avatar was back. But Aang was like, okay, well, if you guys know that I'm the Avatar, why did you attack me? And the Fire Sage said things have changed since since that time. Sages, um, they had waited for Aang. They had waited for the Avatar to come um, and help them after this, I guess, after Fire Lord, the Fire Lord had taken over. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they lost hope eventually. And so there is kind of that, as you were saying, like, what is the history or what is the memory of these? Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, Aang is, it's complicated for him because mm-hmm. he seemed to have disappeared. Yeah. I mean, and not- so, so uh, yeah, I mean, we don't get to see it, but I wonder if he's feeling a guilt too about that. Yeah. And so without an avatar to help guide the fire sages, they f- were forced to follow the fire lord when he took over and I'm sure forced upon death, mm-hmm. likely. Um, so the the sage brings them up these stairs of wine, uh, these winding stairs, and they arrive outside of the avatar statue room. So that was where the dragon had brought mm-hmm. Aang into on exactly. the inside. So now they're on the outside of it. Um, and there's these big dragon pillars kind of around the whole circular room. And the sage says that the doors have been closed and that only a fully realized avatar is powerful enough to open this door alone. So I guess by that, he probably means mastered all four elements. Yes, I would, I would assume so. Because you, the fire is the last one. Right? right, right. Is the fire the last one for all of them? Like, was Roku's oh. last one fire or did Roku start with fire and then... I'm guessing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So otherwise, the only other option is that the five sages that work there <laughs> or live there, that they shoot fire at the door in these like little... F- I guess mm-hmm. they're little holes in the mm-hmm. door, kind of. Yeah. We um, saw something similar in the the air temple where it was an airbending lock. Yeah. It's like a lock and a puzzle to mm-hmm. open the door and you need you need bending. Um, and Sokka has an idea and there's like a literal light bulb that <laughs> lights up above his head. Um, and he has a plan. So as they're hatching now. So we, each scene ended with someone with a plan that we don't get to yeah, see Yeah, I know. It it's cut off. So as we end with that, we go back to Iroh. Um, who's in the ship and he I guess he <laughs> kind of sends Zuko off in like an escape pod almost mm-hmm. it's like this mini ship um, and Zuko's plan then is to follow behind in the smoke and kind of get lost within it uh, so that Zhao follows Iroh and Zuko can kind of escape exactly um, and get to where he believes Aang to be uh, so tries to obstruct himself from view now we're back now we know Sokka's plan Sokka makes something he calls fake firebending, which is essentially just like little fire bombs mm-hmm. with whatever supplies they sure. had around. Yep. Um, Where did they get the bags and yeah, stuff? I don't know. There's quite some know. questions that are left, but although they you did know, they did get supplies from the village. True, so. yeah, it could have been that firebomb supplies. But so they put these bombs inside the five holes where the firebending should shoot. Um 
And the sage lights the bombs, they explode, but the door is still locked. And Aang is demoralized. So Katara, as she does, comes up, comforts him. And Sokka, though, is really confused. And he's like, these bombs are as powerful as firebending. It should work. And Katara said, well, wait, Sokka, your plan didn't work, but they'll probably think it worked. But it looks like it did. Right. Because if you look on, uh, I think Momo's like playing in the soot on the door, but uh, in those spots, it looks charred. It looks like Mm -hmm. the... He, the avatar had gotten in. So yet another scene that ends with a plan that we don't get to fully I see. Um, so I, I, in my notes, I wrote him as the nice fire sage. I should, is his name Shayu? I think so. Okay, I'm just going to call him that from now on because it gets confusing. Shayu gets all the other fire sages and brings them to the door and says, like, the avatar, he's on the inside. We have to get him out. And the fire sages see this shadow moving across on the inside, on the bottom of the door. And it convinces them. And they're like, oh, the avatar's inside. We can still get him. Um, so they open the door with their fire bending. And on the inside, it's revealed who is there? Momo. Right. So notice Momo has been with Roku this whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's a connection, right? Yeah. Momo's just chilling with Roku. <laughs> Again, so. they, they've seeded this. There is a connection between these two. <laughs> Momo's getting visions from Roku. So Mo, uh, so they realize it's just it's all just a plot to um, get them to open the door. Momo jumps out, attacks one of the fire sages' faces. I think grabs his hat in the process. Um, Sokka and Katara grab two more of them and. Um, disarm them basically uh and then shayu apprehends the last one so this is ang's chance and they're all like go run run inside but right as he's about to zuko appears and grabs him from behind and holds him in place and then they all just do this like flip move where they're they're being held and they somehow all simultaneously slip out and like maybe it was like the shock of seeing zuko that the ang gang let down their guard i don't know right it literally but zuko then um is about to lead ang out but ang he like makes this look over at his friends and he's a he's about to almost just let zuko take him but Mm -hmm. i think he sees his friends he realizes that they're sacrificing their literal lives for him and so he gets out of Zuko's arms and he runs Undefeated last minute. Undefeated Aang. Yeah. Like it just, he can, whenever he can turn it on, whenever he wants. <laughs> so he, whenever he's inspired enough. So he runs and like jumps through the door just as it's about to close. Um, and the sunbeam at that moment hits Roku's statue, just like the vision said it would. Mm-hmm. But nothing happens. And the firebenders on the outside, they're like, we can't open the door now that it's closed. So we have... Aang locked on the inside. We have everyone else locked on the outside, and we don't know what's happening. And this fire sage who has a really, really mean face, (laughs) really gross looking, goes, Avatar Roku doesn't want us inside. He wants it to just be Aang and him. So it's interesting, like, even though their allegiance has shifted to the Fire Lord, Uh their allegiance is still with Roku. It's just like, Roku's still the boss. Respecting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so now the sun is just right for the solstice and Aang yells for help to Roku and he says, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> please help. That's been his cry the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. And then the light starts to brighten and the statue, the whole statue glows. And then there's these clouds that kind of cover the whole room, cover all of Aang. And we can't see anything until now where you're in what looks like a kind of a vision, mm-hmm. um, a vision like conversation between Roku and Aang and they're face to face. And so they're standing like up in these beautiful clouds and there's like mountain peaks out in the distance. It looks kind of like heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's some spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plane. He, he goes, it's good to see you, Aang. What took you so long? Which I was like, all right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give the boy a break. He says it nicely, but yeah. you know. Well, it also makes me wonder like what access does Roku have to this world? Oh, true. I mean, maybe he doesn't know. He just knows that time has passed yeah yeah could be or maybe he's in eternity and doesn't even know yeah i don't know yeah but he yeah and, and we'll see like he appears to know kind of everything that's going on though that's true no you're super... right you're, you're totally right but <laughs> he's a confusing i'm one. trying to give him a pass on that <laughs> uh so zuko though is outside the statue room and he's questioning shayu and um Shai, uh is like it's still our duty to help whatever whoever the avatar is it's our duty as a sage 
Um, and Zuko's about to, I guess, imprison or, or somehow lock up Shayu. But Commander Zhao walks in with his group of cronies. And they approach. They're clapping. Super sarcastic. And he Zhao refers to both of them as traitors. And uh, he was like, your little smoke screen didn't work. I thought ahead. I found you out. Um, so captured now, Zuko says, you're too late. The Avatar is already inside. So now Zuko's like, I'm rooting for the Avatar, <laughs> right? right? He's like, he's on the inside. Good. Like, let's get out of here. Um, so they all are sitting outside waiting it out. And the idea is like, he's going to have to come out eventually. When he does, uh, Zhao and his commanders are just going to blast everything they got at him. So... We go back into the vision with Roku, and he gives a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. So I might just Roku read is just Johnny here. exposition at this point. <laughs> I'm going to read a little bit. So he explains that vision of the comet, which is everything that Aang came for, and he says a hundred years ago, Fire Lord Sozin used that comet to begin the war. He harnessed its incredible power for their deadly strike against other nations, which. Then he describes, like, made them so much more powerful than they had ever been before, having that comet there. So Sozin's comet is going to return by the end of the summer. Okay. This made me wonder a couple things. Okay. How did he do that? What does that mean? (laughs) And are there other things that can be harnessed? Right. And it's like, I guess from this, it's like, okay, we know kind of where the source of some power comes from for like air and water and earth. Mm -hmm. Fire always felt a little bit more abstract, mm-hmm. but apparently it seems to be like celestial bodies, like, like the sun, right. like the like power of the sun, but also like comets. I right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's also interesting to think. So this happened 100 years ago, right? Yeah. The last time this comet came. Do you remember what else happened 100 years ago? Aang went in the iceberg. Like, is there oh. something about this moment that forced him into that state? Yeah. Because what we're going to see here uh, as we go forward in this vision is that uh, it seems like with the comet, he's saying the Fire Lord could be more powerful than you can even imagine. Right. Right. Which means is he more powerful even than the Avatar? So was that a way to protect the Avatar was was to go into that iceberg because Uh, this is too dangerous of a moment. And now this dangerous moment is coming again. That's super interesting. Yes. Um, So... We're left with that and we see this silhouette of a man in this vision. It kind of s- switches to a different scene and he's dressed in Fire Nation attire. We assume it's the Fire Lord mm-hmm. and he's breathing fire out of his mouth like a dragon. And it's the dragon of the West or the East? Ooh, north? <laughs> Who knows? And it says Fire Lord Ozai will use its power, the, the comet's power to finish the war once and for all. So we're assuming like, oh, that's Fire Lord Ozai. Um, he can fire breathe if the comet comes. Like his power is mm-hmm. just magnified. Um, so Aang has to now learn. He learns that he has to defeat the Fire Lord before the comet arrives at the end of the summer. So what's interesting is we've spent these last couple episodes getting the job description, and now we have a deadline. <laughs> yup, and it seems fast approaching. I mean, we're at winter solstice, so it's like not going to be that far away. Um, and he says. I haven't even mastered water bending yet. Like that's what we were trying to do this whole time. Um, and Roku responds with mastering the elements will take years, right? Years of practice, years of work. But if the world is to survive, you have to do it by the end of summer. Yikes. So outside the chamber, Zhao commands his soldiers to wait, hold back, and then attack once Aang comes out. Um, and we see the Aang gang, Shayu, and Zuko, they're all tied up to pillars in these metal chains. Um, and Where do they get the chains? I don't know. Just on their person <laughs> at all be. times. And Katara's like, how is Aang going to make it out of this? And Sokka's like, how are we going to make it out of this? And I was like, where's Momo? Because he wasn't in the chains on yeah. the pillars. And, and yeah. I was like, I guess it'd be kind of hard to wrangle up a lemur. But yeah. yeah. Um, so... Um, we go back in the vision, and this is now Aang in an anxious state again. Anxious. <laughs> anxious Aang, feeling the weight of the world on his shoulders. And Roku says, I know you can do it, Aang, because you've done it before. Because Roku's done it before. Mm-hmm. Because Aang is Roku. Yeah. I mean, that's the part I keep having to remind myself is he's talking to himself. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But it's a great shot of, like, they pan from half of Roku's face to half of Aang's mm-hmm. and they're side by side and it's like oh yeah they are they are the same person like just living at different times 
And so Aang gets comfort from that, knowing it's not just him, but it's all of the avatars together. And so Roku says, Solstice is ending. We have to go our separate ways for now. But I'm a part of you. And when you need to talk to me again, you'll find a way. I was expecting Momo at this point. I know, me too. I was like, where is he? Like, this is when he always shows up. Hanging out in the dream or something. Yeah, in the vision. So Roku then gives Aang one last vision. And it's of the Fire Nation ships approaching the the Crescent Island. um, Those outside in the temple. And he's like, there's a threat that's outside that you're going to have to face immediately. I can help you face it, but only if you're ready. And now we see Aang go into the avatar state, which same colors as like when he was in the spirit world, right? That that bright mm-hmm. kind of blue. But just in the eyes and the mouth, right? And the yeah. tattoos light yeah. up. Yep. And he says, I'm ready. And it sounds like a bunch of layered voices, mm. right? So is this all the avatar? I think so. Of him? I think yes. that's the avatar state, right? It's like harnessing all the powers of all the avatars. I think. Right. That seems that seems plausible. The layered voices thing. Yeah. I mean, that's not just like a weird choice. Right. Right. Anyway, vision ends, um, and the doors open up, and there's like again that smoke from before comes billowing out into the room outside, and there's a blinding blue light, and the Fire Nation just attacks, like spraying everything, getting all the fire at them that they can, but all that scene are these glowing two eyes in the pitch darkness, and. These nine soldiers with their fire streams, it's all deflected, but it's not Aang, it's Roku that appears in as the clouds disappear. Mm-hmm. And he emerges from the chamber and Zhao and the soldiers, I was like, how, everyone knows what he looks like. Everyone, I mean, I guess there's a statue of him, but yeah, they're right. all like, that's, that's Roku. Um, and he sends the fire back. Uh, the fire is able to burn away the metal chains that's holding the Aang gang and Shayu. Um, and Zuko escapes somewhere. I, I don't know where he goes, but he runs off. Well, s- smartly so, because yeah. he's got no friends there. Yeah, no, no, he's got to get out. Um, and sh- so all of the soldiers are dead. I don't know. They're they're burned and they're away. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to come to terms with people must die in this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. And so they're probably dead. And uh, it's now just our crew and Shayu. And Shayu says, Avatar Roku is going to destroy the temple. Like, at this rate, in this anger, he's going to destroy it. Um, But Katara is not going to leave without Aang. She's like, we have to wait for him. So we see Roku split the ground of the floor they're standing on in half and then kind of draws up the lava from beneath and you see these like spiral i don't pillars i guess Mm -hmm. of lava shooting through various places in the temple like it's going to go down um but before everything goes to crap roku calms and he leaves, and then Aang is left behind. Yeah, he's like disappeared. Yeah, right? and Aang is there, it's just, it's, and it's the exhausted Aang we've seen from time to time. Yep. So, so harnessing this power like takes its toll, right? Like he's got the power. Yeah, he's in the Avatar state, but it's not easy. And so, um, he's very weakened. And uh, Katara and Sokka run to him and pick him up and, and make sure that he can stand. They can't find Shayu. Um, somehow in the shuffle, he must have gotten lost um and so they look out at the temple they look, they're kind of looking outside and they're like there's no way out like we're up at the very top mm-hmm. we can't get down it's in collapsing encased in fire it's literally like tipping over into the lava and then we see you know what they need at this point is like the millennium falcon to fly in to save them oh wait <laughs> we see momo wearing the fire nation helmet flying in and leading appa behind him so momo in this time had left flew out woken up Sleepy Appa got him to come back and save the crew in time. And so the gang does this cool slide off the roof and Mm -hmm. they land on Appa's back just in time as the building's collapsing. And we see uh, Zhao and he's in the ship below and he has those five traitors, including Shayu. They had captured him. One of them is missing a hat. I made sure that that was consistent with Momo stealing a hat. And it was really important to me. And he says... um, like, you're not all punished, or you're not, not just Shayu is punished, but all of you are punished. And the Fire Lord, Lord won't care about your stories. Like, go tell it to him. Um, so we assume they maybe are going to die. Um, taken to the prison hold, which mm-hmm. my subtitle said prison hole. 
Well, is that the what whole, said? Yes, that's that could be like solitary. Okay, you know, like yeah, because that's that's going in the hole. So ooh. that that could be solitary confinement okay, in I, prison if they use the same jargon they use in Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> prison hole, prison hold. Okay, prison hole makes sense. It just sounded very terrifying, which I guess it, it probably, probably is. is. Yeah, I don't want to really go to that prison. <laughs> so, um. We see Zhao in that ship. We see Zuko in his ship, and he's using the spyglass. So he made it out. Um, he sees Appa flying away, and I'm guessing he's going to go try to meet up with Iroh. And the gang, then, we have the last scene. There's no talking. There's just subtle, quiet music in the background, and they're flying on Appa. And it's like this huge, the moon is behind them and it takes up almost the entire background. Mm -hmm. And so you just see the silhouette of Appa Appa and the four of the Aang gang riding on him. And they're all sitting, looking in different directions, sitting apart in in quiet, utter silence. But then Katara stands up first and goes and joins Aang, comforts him. Then Sokka does the same and then Momo as well. So now at the end, it feels like that family kind Mm -hmm. of embrace um, in silence, knowing that there's a lot that's going to happen soon. So that's how it ends. Yeah. So that's quite a winter solstice. That is wow. Yeah. I've never seen one like that before. All right. So what have we learned? Well, we learned Ooh. that Aang has a deadline. Yes. Which which actually I, I, I like the fact that this feels like now we've lit the fuse. Now it's propulsive, right? Yeah. If before it was like, well, we have this, there's this big plan and they got to do this and they got to do this. And now we just have a ticking clock and mm-hmm. ticking clocks make things exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned early on that Katara, Sokka, Appa, and Momo won't let Aang go this alone. That right. Aang, and I think this is going to be something we'll continue to see. Aang's going to have the instinct to put this all on his shoulders, but they're, they're not going to let him. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think going to put them at risk, but it's also going to protect him. And too. he's yeah, and he's not alone because he has the avatars as well, the previous avatars too, right? So he's like he's taking this all on his own shoulders, and yet Roku's like, "You got all of us, like mm-hmm. all of us are in you." Yeah. Uh, one big question that this raised for me is how many other avatars oh. uh, can Ang connect with? Sure, and- like talk to, like in a vision. Well, he definitely connected with Roku clearly here. Yeah. Like there are hundreds of other avatars. Is does he have a special connection to Roku because it's his most recent? Oh yeah. Or or are there others? Like like will are there other similar temples and similar things that he like I just don't know. Sure. Uh, I don't I don't know about hmm. that. Um we And see- what is Momo's role? Like <laughs> like because they've seeded that too much unless that's just a red herring and I can't imagine it is. <laughs> um, other question how close are they to the North Pole at this point oh yeah what we have no idea I wish they had start out with like a map showing us where they're right. gone because um, we are reaching next week we'll hit the halfway point of this season and it doesn't feel like we're close right right I thought too perhaps like the glowing eyes in the avatar state um, kind of shows the spirit world bridge it seems like it like, yeah like looking back it's like and... why did we not think yeah, about that yeah yeah um, Aang and Zuko, another thing, like, they now kind of have a common enemy. Like, for a second, Zuko was on Aang's side. Like, mm-hmm. he's inside the temple already. Yep, yep. And wants Aang to, to come out alive. And Aang has an ally in the Fire Nation. Oh, true. Shayu. Shayu, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine that that the next episode is a prison break <laughs> to try to get, to try to, but like but we know that there is at least one firebender. Right. In the Fire Nation who is as of now still alive whether he's in the hold or the hole, he's still alive and he is an ally of Aang. Yeah. Oh, and you talked in the past about like is this mission to the North Pole also grabbing along and getting it's exactly people you need you're, you're thinking exactly along my lines like every episode i feel like now i can look back and say okay there's an ally there's yeah. an ally there's an ally uh so shayu maybe he becomes again i'm going to project out maybe he becomes sort of like a prophet of the avatar in the fire nation to be like i've seen him mm. the avatar is does exist right mm-hmm. and the avatar is this powerful thing and he had this connection with roku and like you know, like, like I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would be surprised if, if any of these people we've encountered and left behind are completely gone. Yeah, and, and that includes Shayu. So the yeah. fact that that he has a firebender on his side creates hope that that 
you know, again, we haven't seen what the Fire Nation actually looks like. All we've seen is the military of the Fire Nation. Right, and yeah. Then we, and then we've seen these sages and 20% of them are on his side. Yeah. What I think this series does really well, too, is they, they have 23 minutes, 22 minutes per episode, and they still build that background really well for these new characters coming in. So mm-hmm. by the end, I'm always left with, like, who's coming back, who's not? Like, any of them really could come back mm-hmm. at this point and it would feel natural. Right. Like, like we didn't necessarily know we were going to see Zhao again. Yeah. He could have been defeated and slunk away and we're now done with that. But he's clearly still at play here. Right. 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 Yeah. And even after this episode now, we're like, okay, he's still. Yep. yep he's yep. still there. Um, yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah. I think my my other my other big question is, is I always like to end the episode thinking like okay where is the next logical step and like I said I don't think it's a prison break so like <laughs> I feel like I feel like by the time here's my prediction by the time we get to next week so next week we're gonna we're gonna watch nine and ten mm. we are going to be at the end of ten we are going to be approaching the North Pole yeah only yeah. because huh. like I feel like. Like they have, they have an urgency they didn't have before. They have a clock, so we're either going to be approaching there, or we're going to learn about why it's going to be harder to get there than we thought. Right. I don't know how long the training part's going to go. I don't know how how much after they get there is going to push them somewhere else. I can't believe that we'll get to episode twenty and that's when they'll reach the North Pole. So I actually think episode ten. I, my guess is we'll be on the cusp of like almost there. Now that doesn't mm-hmm. mean in eleven they'll get there. It might be that they get right up to it and then something means that they can't get there yet. But I feel like we are now we are now really pushed towards yeah. plot move having to move fast now. And either way, if it takes a while, if they get there soon, like. Boys got to be learning water bending on the way. <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. he can't afford to wait. Well, it's interesting to think like, can Katara teach him about water bending? Now, she's not yeah. a powerful water bender, but she's practicing and learning. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it'd be interesting if she ends up being his teacher, would yeah. be, which would be uh, kind also, of interesting. Flying in the clouds. And as we learned, clouds have water. So I feel like they could just be using that the whole time. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. I don't want to tell them how to do their job. Right. Yeah. Annie, this has been great. <laughs> um, we should tell people who, if you made it to the end of this episode with us and you want to join us on this journey and join us on this show, please contact us. I have at least, I think, Three or four people that I've talked with about being guests on upcoming episodes. So if you're nice. interested, please let us know. Um, we we have uh, – if I've talked with you about the show, I am going to keep talking with you <laughs> and get stuff lined up. We just need to figure out exactly how guests are going to work on the show. But we definitely want to do this. We really do. Um, so you can contact us, uh, channel3900 at gmail.com. So just uh, shoot us an email. Uh, That's all the time that we have. We will be back next Saturday to talk about episodes 9 and 10 of Avatar The Last Airbender. See you then. 